right here. Just pay attention to us. The Middle Children. Hello, I'm Jesse Jollis. And I'm Chris Burns. And this is... Middle Wow. Wow. Do you know that for the first time ever, Zoom came up and said, set up professional audio and audio settings? Well, they know that we are professionals and that... It was when, know, I, when I started singing. They Yeah, they heard that. Zoom woke up. Woke up. Paha. And they said, is that Adele? Is that Adele? And can't believe she uses Zoom. And I'm sure Adele does. You know, I, I believe it. Listen, Chris, how the hell are you? I'm good. I'm yeah. alive. Yes. And you know what? That's, you know, all that we can uh, care about these days. Yeah, let's lower the bar just a tad or two. You know, we don't need to shoot for the moon. No, I mean, the world's ending around us. Who who cares? <laughs> uh, yeah. What are you going to do? True. How what are, are you, you Jesse? How are you? I'm good. You know, the sun came out today, and I really think it's a metaphor and also. I like sunlight. So I said, look at you. you. Look at the sun. Look around. Live your life. You know, my parents and I are truly sick of each other, but that's mm. okay. See, that's okay. I, I'm at my apartment. <gasps> Do you like it? How is it like going? How's the city? How's the pulse? It's yeah. hanging on by a thread. It's in a coma. The city's in a coma. It's in an induced coma. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good. I'm like, I'm going to go back up, I think, Saturday. Okay. Do you miss the rents? It's just like, you know, back and forth. I haven't been sleeping well. I don't know what's oh, going no. on. Um, yeah, I haven't been sleeping well either. How interesting. Like at all. Yesterday I took like 50 milligrams of melatonin because I was like, <laughs> I'm going to fall asleep. No. But no, it didn't your, work. Your body I fell asleep no. at like midnight, woke up at one. Wait, midnight? That's great. Oh, one. Woke oh. up at one, then fell <gasps> back asleep at like 4.30 and then no. woke up at um, eight. So, you know, it's, what are you going to do? Let me ask you a question. What did you do at 1 a.m. when you woke up? Uh, I ate some Swiss cake roll that <laughs> I love that. Okay. was in the freezer. And then I watched Enough starring Jennifer Lopez. You didn't. Of course I did. Oh, my God. Well, that's too fun. Uh, who would want to go back to bed when that's the other option? Well, listen, I didn't want to watch the whole movie, but I did. And it was, well, yeah. it gets better. It's like a fine wine. It really is like a fine wine. That's a magical element. Wow. Um, didn't expect that. Yeah, I have a rule of don't eat and don't look at a screen if I wake up in the middle of the night. Like, if I wake up, oh wow, we shall not celebrate and we shall not reward this. See, I need to like, I have just horrid sleeping and eating habits. I need like, yeah, I like rules. Like I put rules in place, you know, which is like, if you wake up, you're not allowed to look at a screen. Um, don't eat anything. Cause I'm convinced that then you get energy. Like, you know, you get like a little kick of energy or sugar. So I'm like, no, bitch, you're not eating. Well, and the thing that you're forgetting is I have um no willpower. That is, yeah, but and so uh, and rules are made to be broken. But I love a good rule. Uh, I love a good rule. Actually, in my life, I am just a rule guy. Dating rules, work rules. I rule. I don't. Kingdom of I don't none, mind but. a rule, but not for me. If that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, for me, no rules, please. I'll enforce them, but I'm sure. not going to follow them. Similar I to the not. police. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Very similar. I, you know, it's, uh, I have found that yeah. being told what to do is just really, not by others, really but by not myself. my thing. You know, I know you don't yeah. like being told what to do either. Absolutely not. But I will tell myself what to do. I mean, to myself, I'm critical and I'm also pretty aggressive with myself with the rules that I have. And if I don't follow the rule the next day, I'll be like, wake up, you piece of shit. Oh, now you're a god energy. Now you want coffee. Oh, you want caffeine? Oh, no. you want caffeine, you little <laughs> bitch? You don't deserve yeah. that. You don't deserve caffeine. You don't even deserve to look at the coffee. So I'm Spill very mean it. and aggressive. Dump it down the drain. <laughs> yeah. It's so I wouldn't recommend all of my tactics, but 
String a few together and subtract half. That's not bad. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's, that's fair. fair All's fair in love and war, as they say. Listen. <gasps> oh. Um. Did anyone reach out to you on New Year's? I don't like, you know how New Year's, or at least I used to think this and maybe in the past, like, cause like some person from your past creeps in on New Year and they're like, happy New Year. I don't really have people in my past that still contact me. Um, I was actually talking about this where I'm like still waiting for all of the guys that I was like, you're gonna come crawling (laughs) back. And I'm like, it must well, it's a slow crawl well it's a very slow crawl it's army so it's low to the ground you know that and they're really nervous so ner- i'm so intimidating i know i love when i say that i'm like well the problem is i'm really intimidating and then i'm like are you you're such a pushover and fair like to who but you know what i can be intimidating but i you know um no no one's come crawling back for me either not a one text not a one text no no um yeah i didn't get any like i texted someone from my past oh, okay um happy new year it was like i think before new year's actually I think it's funny though because I texted him this guy that I like used to Uh uh like have a thing for and I had like dream a couple dreams about him that week Oh, and so I was just like hey how are you blah blah and he was like oh my god how are you and then I answered and then he never responded and I was like I wonder if he thought I was someone else until I responded and said what was up with me and then he realized who I was no you think he deleted your number yeah that's the best that's the best. I have one ex who I used to reach out to. And every time I texted him, he'd be like, new phone. Like, he'd be like, sorry, I just got a new phone. What's who is this? And I'd be like, oh, my God, you deleted me again. Like, every single time I'd be like, why are you doing this? Or never added. No, I mean, I know I was in it at for one some point. T- yeah. At one point. And then, you know, I guess he's just a religious sweeper and a religious deleter. And I respect that. More power to them. I don't know. I'm just, I'm I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I do care. I feel like like, January is a a lonely month. January, ooh. It's been a lonely year. It's been a lonely year. It it really has. And to start the new year equally lonely, it is humbling. Yeah. That's what I meant when I said it's been a long, sad year. It's been seven days, but... (laughs) Felt like 18. Uh, am I alone? I don't think so. I'm just... Uh, I really don't. I don't. I don't. Is anything bringing you joy? Are you watching something you like? Are you learning something? Are you bettering, you know, your home or yourself in some way? Uh, I'm watching old episodes of New uh, Roni, like Housewives of okay. New York, because I never watched early seasons. Oh, and those are the best, truly. They're very good. Nothing's better to me than an opening episode that's all about the house where they're like, hi, come on in. This is our staircase just for going up. That I love and, it. I love yeah, it. It's so great. Like their house tours are my favorite thing in the world. I I love them to death. And when she's like um, that fucking bitch, Alex McCord. I, that's so funny to me. I love Jill Zarin. Oh, yeah. Jill's the best. So I've been Although doing her that. relationship with her daughter, I was always uncomfortable with because she'd be like, Allie, lose a little. Oh. Lose a little. And I'd be like, hey, Jill. Shh. Thank you. But her daughter actually contacted that. me on Instagram last week and was like <coughs> asking me to send me something. I don't I guess she owns a company. I'm sorry. And I was like, hell yeah, because I love Jill Zarin. Yeah. Yeah, what is she selling? What is her product? I don't know. I think it might be at my parents and I have to go back and see. I'm excited to hear about what it is. That's exciting. That's exciting someone sending you something for free. I get so excited with free stuff. So excited. Who doesn't love free stuff? It's better when it's free. And that's just a a rule. Better. It's so much better. So much better. Honestly, but... The best. um, Okay, Jesse, are you ready for... We have some nominations for Embarrassing Stories. I love it. Okay, yeah, let's let's do it. Okay, guys, it's time for It's the embarrassing story of the week. Okay, so let's start with a story. This is from Kelly. Okay, Cal. And she says, "Oh, is this one I can't do another poop story, Kelly?" Uh, Kelly, listen, I... we're going to save this one, okay? We're going to save you. We got to space out the poop stories. Kelly, you're number 1. 
But today we're not going to do number two. You're number one, but it is a three-paged <laughs> poop story. So we're going to have to save that for, that for next Another week. time. Yes. Okay. So we're going to go with Lindsay. This one's much shorter. And hey, I, Lindsay. I don't think it's about poop. Also, you guys, um, make sure you're sending your embarrassing stories to right. Lauren. She's the um, admin on Stuck in the Middle. She will get it to us. And they don't have to be about poop. I mean... They really don't. And you can also message on Patreon patreon that's a really great way yeah for us to say totally okay ready mm-hmm. i date it i'm gonna do it like a monologue oh my god i love this like a cold read okay and scene <sighs> i dated my high school boyfriend into college and through junior year needless to say we thought we were in love and would end up together forever and ever and i knew everything about mm-hmm. him including all his passwords to his social media accounts anyway mm-hmm. Long story short, he was Mr. Likeable, a cute teddy bear of a man, nice to everyone, everyone's best friend, basically the polar opposite of me, the resting bitch face girl. So I would use his social media accounts to stalk people from our high school and other college friends because he was literally friends with the entire world. Wow. To to be clear, I did this for years after we broke up. Like Uh, 10 years. Not my fault. The man never thought to reset a password. (laughs) Anyway, one night after drinking too much, I went to post a cute picture I had taken from the bar that night to my Instagram. I know where this is going and I'm devastated. I... (laughs) I passed out. When I woke up, I went to check my Instagram. I couldn't find the picture I posted anywhere. I started to think that maybe I hadn't actually posted it when my stomach sank into my butt. (laughs) Pale, sweaty, hungover, and contemplating suicide, I went to switch over to my ex-boyfriend's account. The password was changed. (laughs) I called my friend immediately who confirmed the horrible truth. I had posted the picture to his account. My ex-boyfriend of 10 years prior, who was now married with a baby and still friends with every person on the face of the earth. To make it even more painful, the cute picture I took? Yeah. One of my eyes was half closed and the flash had illuminated my bra under the loose-knit sweater I was wearing. I literally still have panic attacks just thinking about it. That... Wow. That is an embarrassing story. That is we get a lot of we get a lot of submissions that i'm like that's not that embarrassing Lindsay. that is very embarrassing um lindsey you did it girl have you Uh, ever like i once i in high school texted um don't tell emily what i said about oh don't (laughs) don't tell emily that i told you i hate her i said and i texted it to emily to emily (gasps) and how do you bounce back and then i she sent back question mark question mark oh god help us all and i said oh my god sorry wrong emily but i'm not talking about you i'm talking about an emily from school because i knew her from um my job okay and she said lol yeah fucking right and then (gasps) never spoke to me again (laughs) you know what a part of me does respect emily listen emily did the right thing (laughs) she did because i would be like okay and then die i also only hated her because i had a crush on her boyfriend who was in the closet and i was also in the closet (laughs) okay so yeah no it makes sense and she can't get mad about that i did one time on facebook and i'm sure people have done this i don't know i did i went to search this guy this guy okay this is actually a sad story (laughs) i just remembered because you know how you block things because you're like that's traumatic i'll never talk about it again Mm -hmm. so there's this guy that i liked in my high school and like he played tennis and literally looked like a jewish abercrombie model like he Mm. was so cute and so like curly dark hair and i was just like he's short but like in a fun way and i thought this is really going to be my person he just doesn't really know me yet you know Mm -hmm. and i thought oh i'm gonna get to know him blah blah blah. so um i tried to get to know him but have you ever talked to someone and it feels like they they literally can't like making eye contact is is hard for them yeah yeah now it can either be because they're shy or they actually hate you. Yeah, and- usually I'm like, oh, this person like just really doesn't want other people to think that they're talking to me. 
Yes. And it was that. But I was like, he's shy. And so when I was trying to figure out how to make I'll get him, him do- out of his shell. I got it. I'm like a shy guy. Don't, you don't have to tell me twice. Okay. So I was like, okay, I really like him. So I'm on Facebook stalking him. I don't even know if we were friends yet. And I uh, went to search him and posted that as my status, just his name. <laughs> and I think back then it said, I am. Oh my God. So then that happened. And I like, I did catch it. I mean, not like the same with Lindsay, my, my stomach and my butt combined. And I said, I'm going to vomit everywhere. But then when that happened, I I was like, I'm going to message him. So I messaged him on Facebook to be like, L O L. I was talking about my other friend. Like I, I was like, Oh my God, that's so funny. I tried to message him on Facebook. I talked to him a little bit, a little bit. I can tell he doesn't like me or want to talk to me and now he thinks that i'm like obsessed with him which in a way i am so the next day at school i i thought oh now we actually have talks like now we're friends and some other girl like told me like hey scott is like weirded out and like (laughs) like doesn't like like does like he just feels weird about like what happened doesn't really want to like talk to you or something and i was like oh my god no totally cool totally cool totally cool like ah, like i don't like it that's so funny he thinks that that's so funny no 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 i like i don't even remember what lie i came up with which was like oh no i that wasn't I, me <laughs> like that wasn't me and so that was like i don't honestly, even have a computer at my house i don't i don't have a facebook that must have been someone else whose face looks like me and also reads but I was traumatized, but also blocked it out very quickly and decided that he was a mean person because honestly, he was. I was harmless. Once um, someone, so my friend had a crush on this guy. This was in eighth grade. And okay. I was like, he's not a nice person. He's like, a, he's not a nice person because he was uh, mean. He was mean to me, right? That's, and yeah. And so he left on my, I guess he heard that I was like talking about him, right? And Uh-oh. he left on my um, away message like or no he he i'm'd me because i wasn't even allowed to have instant messenger but i would do like the on the go one where you don't have to download it yeah so i could get away with it when my parents weren't home yeah and he instant messaged me like all this bullying shit like um your voice is higher than my sister's blah 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 and i was like as a logical person (laughs) i was like i'm gonna print these out and bring them to school and oh my I, god! You were ahead of the real housewives. You were like, print it, red receipt, and I literally printed them. <gasps> um, and then everyone acted like I was the crazy one, including my friend that he had a crush on. She was like, "Why would you bring those to school?" That's to like, show you, and bitch. I was like, "I brought them literally for you." I don't understand. That is so sad, isn't it? It was. That is so sad. That is so insane. And I actually am very impressed and proud of you to print them out. Because you know what? There's a power to that. (laughs) Well, I was in seventh and eighth grade. I was like, that was my prime. Really? Oh, God. I couldn't have been lower. See, I thought I was popular. And it was like before people knew what gay was. I was like, "Eh," you know, I still had some clout. And then um, summer happened and I came back and I was like, (laughs) I guess I don't rule the school. Uh." (laughs) Yeah. That's so funny because I I ask guys who they were in middle school because I feel like that's who I always am. Like, I truly always am the girl with the rolly backpack who brushed her curls out and had frizzy hair. And literally, because I was dyslexic, was pulled out of class and had to take another class with people who had learning disabilities. And we were called, like, the dumb kids. Well, I was in dumb math and science, so... Great. So we were late on that. But truly, I in seventh grade, I was like, it can't get lower than this. I just can't imagine it getting worse. Um, well, this was it. Yeah. Ni- well, I was in regular classes in eighth grade. And then in high school, I was in um, this program uh, uh, for the it, it, it when you just need a little more time, folks. Yeah. Time and a half, honey. I hear you. And we were all in the same class to get all in the same math class together, science class together. And then we had to take like technology for half the year and um, home and careers for half the year. And Mm. I was the only student that got a hundred in technology and a hundred in home and careers. And I was like, 
I would make an amazing husband. But then everyone's Absolutely. like, you got a hundred in homos and queers, <laughs> which is what they called home and careers, which was honestly my passion, my favorite class. Like I was <laughs> yeah. like, I wish I could take, cause you could do like a home and careers track where you like took more of those classes. Oh, wow. And I was like, and there was obviously no boys in it. Um, yeah. And I was like, I wish I could take these classes. It's like, Wow. And again, we're opposite. I was like a nightmare in any like home ec or like any class that was like, this is what you might have to do in the real life. They were like, Jesse, just hold the spoon. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, I was so scared. I, I didn't know how to do anything. I set everything on fire and wood shop. I was like, I will staple my hand. <laughs> see, that was technology was that it was like wood shop. And I got a hundred. Oh. Okay, see, I'm impressed. I would not have and actually probably didn't. And it was a traumatizing time for for all of us. But and my the teacher was missing his thumb because no. of something that happens in class. I don't want to take a class from someone who's actually hurt them. That feels like I don't want to learn from you. Well, listen. It was my prime. Yeah, no, that's great. I love that for you. I sucked at it and honestly, I just like and the crushes back then they hurt more cuz you just had more to lose. You had more Oh my more. god. I was I was I was so at the time I had crushes on women and I didn't Yeah. I didn't I was lying to myself. Yeah. Like I was like I bet all guys just watch porn to look at the guy. I feel like that is a regular normal occurrence like we've all googled how to mute the woman in porn right like <laughs> literally mute her um i hear you it's ya. just you're she's being too loud she's taking me out of it i keep I, yeah i don't want her taking me out of it that's great i mean even the fact that you like i was one of those kids that i didn't even know what porn was well i mean this I, was when i was like 16 oh, oh okay got it yeah I because I, I certainly was a late bloomer and all those and I was scared of anything like that. I mean, you know, me too. I, I talk about it now. It's not like I was talking about it back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but I'm yeah. I mean, it was a time. It was a time. Was and sometimes time. the the reason that I would relate to westerns and this is a really, I'm gonna say something that's vulnerable and not great. But here we go. Sometimes in westerns, okay, the guy is like come here and she's like no and then he like overtakes her and kisses her and i'd be like that's what needs to happen to me because my anxiety will not let anything happen that he's gonna have to be like jesse <laughs> get over here and shut up <laughs> that's actually how i feel too where i'm like no 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 you need to be like uber persistent because uh, yeah the, i'm the gonna say no part, i'm gonna say no but i don't like i want you to kiss me but i'm gonna turn because i'm nervous yeah a lot of it is is truly nerves with me and i just remember thinking like oh thank god like eventually he'll shut me up uh which it turns out i mean maybe it'll happen no but if that happened now i'd be like how fucking dare you <laughs> you know yeah i wouldn't want them to do that now especially if i'm speaking uh but you know and no I, means no, but I, I thought that in It's a Wonderful Life, he like overpowers her. That's what I'm saying. And I'm like, I wouldn't like, uh, yeah, I want that, but also I, I don't, you know, that's the thing. I want that, but also I don't. And when I was younger and I would be in a situation like when I went to Israel as a child, there was a guy who did have a crush on me and I was too afraid to accept his crush. And so when we would hang out together, I would just talk a mile a minute. Like I would, I was like, do not let dead air happen. So I'd be like, blah, 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 blah. And not make eye contact. Like the way to avoid a kiss is to not make eye contact yeah. and to just keep talking. And that is what I did. I talk, I recited prayers, hymns, ballads uh you know i was talking about you know what i thought stars meant and what they were maybe made of and i just wouldn't stop talking i mean good for you i feel like i could never think of anything to talk about when i would have quote unquote crushes <laughs> um and once i called a girl to be like uh i was listening to pink and i thought of you well <laughs> <laughs> that's still nice and then the next day i was like wait what Everyone was like, she's like hooking up with this kid. And I was like, what? How could she do that to me? I was listening to Pink for her. I was listening to Misunderstood for her. 
Ugh. And you know what? Yeah. We're still together. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's really exciting. But anyway, Jesse, it's been a crazy week. I it mean, really this is out been. on Monday. Last week was crazy. Last week. Right, right, right. Right. So crazy. I think we got to escape for a little. We have to. We simply must. The world we are in is not the one that I agree to. So, you guys, it's time for the Hallmark Movie of the Week. Okay, are you ready? Do you want to start or should I? You. I feel like you're I feel like you have it. I don't think I do, but I can try. Okay. <laughs> okay, picture this. Mm-hmm. It's a western. Oh boy, here we go. Okay, so we open and it is like a, you know, like a visual of John Wayne. It's a John Wayne movie, basically. Uh-huh. So it's like the 1900s, early 1900s, right? Is that when Westerns were supposed to take place? I believe they were. Yeah, that feels about right to me. And, um, okay, so we open on a high-powered mm. barmaid. Oh! <gasps> Okay. Wow. And so uh, her name's Miss Jessie. Wow. Beautiful name. And she works behind the bar and, you know, she's like an old fashioned. She's she's yelling at guys left and right. And she's like, she's tough. You don't be coming up here in my bar and you (laughs) tell me how to coos kick coos you don't tell me how to fry an egg on a uh, on a rock okay yeah yeah. Uh, mississippi moss on a mud pie okay and that's um, right you know things like that and then um everyone's like oh that's miss jesse oh yeah she's got a she's got a toad (laughs) she's got a toad and then as you reach up to clean off um the bar okay we spot that you have a gun around your ankle. Wow. Oh, ankle. Wow, wow, wow. And what what people don't know is that you are basically Annie Oakley, okay? You are a sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. You don't take any guff from no man. No guff. And you are working undercover. <gasps> because um, you're working for the government and there is a fugitive outlaw. No. There's a fugitive outlaw that you are waiting to catch. Catch. And so um, I live my character. Of course. Jetsam. Um, (laughs) He he lives above a storefront. And people Uh, don't know a lot about me. You know, they say he's different. They say he's really weird. (laughs) And they say um, he's some kind of a writer. You know, uh, and then some kind of, he'll come and sit in the saloon by himself and have uh, order something that, and you're like, a Cosmo, here's a brewski, and you'll like here's it. A, and you'll like it. And um, I'm like, okay, thank you. But what they don't know <laughs> is that I am there to make sure that you are safe and, you know, protect You're my security. Because they didn't have phones back then. They actually did not, famously, did not have phones back then. And so technology was limited. Uh We're we're basically both undercover agents. um, Exactly. In an old Western. And we're there to catch a pair of outlaw brothers. That is so typical of us. Yes. Stu and Drew. Stu and Drew, the baddest in the South. The baddest in the South. But the issue, Jesse, is that we only have the picture to um, go off of. Oh yeah, yeah. But the way cameras were, it was hard. basically we can't see. We just see from <laughs> from like the chin to like um above the waist. Okay. Oh, that's yeah, that's nothing. But it's because the camera was on a stand and so it Ugh. it cuts off but the thing is the stand is for a normal person. So to be out of frame in oh. in one of these old-timey photos yeah, why would, how did that? It's very, happen? very unusual, but it would have to require somebody to be an unusually um, either tall or short height. So, oh, a height. Oh, so they must, wow. Well, if they're out of frame, you're saying, yeah, I mean, it, it's made for people six foot and under. So to be okay, out of frame, you would have to be, damn, probably about six, two, six, three to get cut wow. off. Wow. And so they're both tall. Wow. They're okay. they're identical twins. Yeah. Oh wow. Stu and That's, Drew. Yeah. 
Um, and so we we're listen, we've been working our butts off for uh, weeks and we're waiting for these two outlaws to come into town. Right. And so we're sitting, we're sitting, I'm in there, I'm having a I'm having beer, unfortunately. Um, you told you we tell everyone it's a beer, but really it's um Oh good for me. Like Cosmo. you you make me a Cosmo but disguise and it as a beer, beer so that I, I won't get bullied. I like that. And it won't throw anyone off. And so um, I'm like, blah, blah, blah. I'm drinking my thing. And that's when the saloon doors swing wide open. Okay. And oh, these God. two tall men. Oh, my God. Come in. But we don't know what they look like because we don't see their faces. Okay. Okay. And so one sits down. It's a small bar. One sits down next to me. The other one sits down next to him. Um, and he says, excuse me, skinny lady. Can I have... <laughs> And once I hear the word skinny, I turn around. I know it's me. You whip around so fast that I reach for my gun because I'm afraid that um, something is happening. And, yeah. And I'm like, oh, she must have just heard her, her her kink word. That's right. And you say, I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, skinny lady. Can I have a brewski and a brewski for my brother here? And we hear brother and we like make eye contact with each other. Yeah, suspicious. It's suspicious. Is yeah, exactly. it, and so you say, uh-huh, and so you get them the beer. And right. you say, so what brings you into town? Hmm. And he says, um, we're here to help the children's, we're building a children's hospital, the first one. Wow. And we're both taken aback. We're like, this is a nice thing to do, but these men don't look like medicine men. They don't look like medicine men. They don't look like fathers. And you say, well, where's your medicine bag? And he says, mm. oh, what do we have, a detective? And I notice a hint of an accent there. And I say, where are you from? I, I recognize that <laughs> accent. And he says, where are you from? I recognize that accent. And I oh say, I say, what accent? How dare you come here and tell me about my How dare you come in here and say something about the way I speak? I speak just good, fine, good. Uh, do you want to take over? Yeah. And he's like, well, you didn't have that accent a second ago. And I say, excuse me, uh, my good friend, Ger Ger just Ger Geronimo. <laughs> Geronimo there was raised by his mother has a southern accent and his father is from the north. And so he sometimes dabbles between. But y'all aren't going to come in here and start accusing people of stuff. So, so let me ask y'all this. What are y'all doing in town, really? Because if you're building the hospital, you don't have dirt on your shoes or or your pants. And if you're you're here to be medicine man, well, you don't have a medicine bag. And to be honest, I wouldn't trust you as a doctor. So what the hell are you doing in my bar? And he, uh, well, I I didn't realize we had a regular old detective on our hands. Uh, if you must know, I'm not a regular detective. I'm a skinny detective. And all the other <laughs> bar patrons laugh because they just think you're the barmaid. And I, yeah. I look up at you like, rain it in. I know. Rain it in. I hear you. I see you. Okay. Yeah. You can't be you can't blowing the cover. Blowing and the I, cover. Yeah. And so um he says, Well, skinny detective, um, uh, since you must know, we just arrived on into town today. Uh I went through a breakup. My wife died of cholera and she passed away. And it was That's a very... interesting that you call it a breakup when it sounds like a death. And then his um his his side partner, yeah, Drew, brother. the one who yeah. hasn't been speaking, but has been sitting next to me. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. says semantics have never been really his thing. Mm. And I say semantics, what does that mean? What's yeah. what's that word mean? And he's like, <laughs> like words and things. And I'm like, oh, this man seems knowledgeable. He seems well read. If I were a, a, a betting woman, and he says, I'm here. Listen, okay, we're both here because we bought a, a hotel in town. Oh, okay, we're gonna remodel okay. it. We're gonna make it beautiful. Okay, so we don't need to be here. We were gonna say Children's Hospital. Because we wanted people to like us, okay? What we really bought is a hotel. We're going to bring, bring, bring big business into this little town. And it's going to be very good for everybody. And uh, we're like... Oh. And I say, you know what? If you want people to like you, here's a little hint. Try being honest, okay? And by the way, the beer's on the house. And I look at you, I'm like, why are you giving 
and I say because my good friend. And we say sidebar. Sorry, uh, and, uh, meet me in the bathroom, yeah. and then we meet in the bathroom. Okay. Why are you giving them free stuff? Okay. Well, I was gonna say, um, which by the way, at this point, it's very obvious that my character is actually putting on an accent, doesn't have an accent, and I say, well, I was gonna say the beer's on the house, and I'd like to be able to stay at their hotel for free because we're also traveling. So the idea was, it's a trade off. They're come. They have to remodel the hotel. That's going to take a long time. So I know, you're but I'm sure they're staying. You're giving them free beer so that we can stay. What are you going to tell them? They think we live here. No, I'm going to say we're also traveling through town, and that I got a job today. Why would they know? Because we've been undercover for a full year. Why are we going to tell them? Okay. Well, do you have a these, better idea? I'm trying to figure out how to get to you know in the these, close court. These random people that come in. Because at this point, we don't even know that they're the... Well, right, but I'm saying they're attractive. They have a little mystique to them. And you know what? One of them's rubbing me the wrong way. So, which, I say... Which one's rubbing you the wrong way? Because you, you gave them both free fucking brewskis. Yeah, well, I know that. I'm trying to get them on my side because they called me a detective, and that's not really great for us. That's fair. You know, I'm just trying to get them off my back. They seem a little smart for... Well, that one by you, I hate to use this word because I normally don't like it, but he's got this like nebbish feel to me. I get that feeling as well. Yeah, he seems like the brains of the operation. So I'm going to try to distract the talkative, you know, masculine <laughs> one. And I need you to get inside the brain of the nebbish. Listen, it's a shame that there's not gay people this day and age because I know he's he's like kind of, he's kind of cute i think he? he's really cute but i don't even think he'd know you're gay you're drinking out of a beer bottle i mean my god you're definitely not giving any signals i mean it's people never know they never know so and you know and in the sa- I, i'm not sure yeah what the deal is i don't know the deal here i haven't you know we could be you know fish out of water really. i could be a real fish flopping on the on the on the beach yeah. And then there's a knock on the bathroom door and I'm like, we better get back out there. Okay. Yeah. So we get back out there and I'm like, all right, hold your horses, everybody. We're coming. And I say, excuse me, uh, you know, the one with the really thick beard. Uh, come on down this bar area for a sec. I got some questions for you and that hotel that you speak of. Okay. And so he slides down. So riddle me this. I myself used to work in the hotel business. I really did. And um, I don't know if y'all need a little help, a little advice, a little, you know, bail service. I'm obviously a barmaid here, but I can easily become a maid there or even a bellhop. So what I'm saying is, do y'all need help? You'd rather be a, b- a bellhop at a, at a hotel that hasn't even opened yet where you're going to work exclusively on tips than you... Than you would a barmaid at a very popular saloon right down in the middle of downtown. Well, the thing is, it's really hard for me because um, I am so skinny uh, and I get hit on all day. And it, it's just, it gets a little tiring for me. And there's a safety, you know, when you work at a hotel because it's a lot like a family and uh, a lot like a home. And there's just something about cleaning that I like. Uh, it's you know. interesting to me that mm. you're drawn to such a family atmosphere. Do you have a complicated past? I do. Thank you for asking. You know, I grew up <clears throat> in a um, orphanage, if I'm being honest oh, with you. Oh, my God, in an orphanage. In an orphanage. I, similar to that of uh, Annie did not have a home. And that's actually before your time. So forget I said that. But what I'm saying is my cousin, Annie, I don't know oh, if you know her. Annie. An- is my cousin. Oh, I've who never, I never heard met. Of. Well, I never met her because I grew up in the orphanage and I was never adopted because back then, mm-hmm. you know, it was hard to get adopted and you had to be very outgoing as a child. And I, I have a shy streak, as, as strange as that seems to you in this moment. And so because of that, I did grow up in the orphanage. Um, and that was hard. And when I got out of the orphanage, I said, I just have to find a family and I just have to have a home. And I dated this deadbeat for a very long time. And then he did run away with my good friend, Sheila, and they got married and it broke my heart in two. 
Oh, wow. Well, I also grew up an orphan, you know? No, you did not. Not in an orphanage, but I, I raised myself, uh, me and my twin brother there. And, you know, every morning oh. I would just wake up. And this might sound a little stupid, you know? No. This might no. make me sound a little fruity tooty. No. But I used to wake up and I would look in the mirror and I would say, Drew. Yeah. The sun will come out tomorrow. Stop it. You bet your bottom dollar. Yeah. That tomorrow there'll be sun. Wow. And, and, you know, I even, there was times where sometimes I would like add a little beat to it. I'd do like a little, yeah. a little sing song. Like, will you sing it for me? Is that crazy? The sun will come out tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow. And then mm. if I got drinking, I would really get into it, you know, and I'd be like, yeah. tomorrow, tomorrow, I love you tomorrow. Ugh. Tomorrow's just, and then I would always forget, I wouldn't know what else to say. Yeah. Well, you're always a day away, is always the good news about tomorrow, Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, that's I never thought about it. Like, you are always just one day away from tomorrow. You know, you know, what's funny is I used to sit in my orphanage and I would look straight out that window and I would think to myself, maybe far away, you know, or maybe real nearby. He could be pouring her coffee, you know, she could be straightening his tie and maybe in a in a house, you know, all hidden by a hill. She might be playing piano and he might be paying a bill. And I, I, I would think about that and I'd say, I don't know where mom and pa are. I don't know who my mom and pa, are, you know, be. But I do know that they were out there at one point and they could be again. Because they, you know, a lot of kids in the orphanage, they were given up because their parents died. And for me specifically, mm. actually the woman who ran it, she would say uh, to me, Jesse, come on in here. You know, your parents just chose to give you up because I did not like you and you were oh, their middle child. God. That's what they said to me. And so they threw you in here. So I knew my parents were out there. I did. And, you know, betcha he reads, I would say. Betcha she sews. I bet mm. she did sew. Maybe she made me a closet of clothes. You know, I don't know. Who that. knows? I bet you. No he, one knows. I bet you he reads. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I just like to put things betcha into Betcha she sews. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know if it really. Maybe he's made me. A closet of clothes. Can I? I hmm? You're just such a beautiful woman. I mean. Oh my! Oh my God! Please, I'm in my what? My slacks and my my I got an apron on. I'm cleaning a bar with my hair a little half up. Please. Would it be? Would I be speaking out of turn if I asked you to get a get a bite to eat? Maybe I would love walk, that. Walk you down the center of town or something. That'd be very nice. And then um, as they're talking, someone's like, uh, excuse me, can I get mm -hmm. my drink? You've been talking for so long. You're oh, so my God. <laughs> and then we cut to me and um, yeah, Drew. So, okay. So that conversation's going like a little bit like. Uh, so you came into town with your brother. Yeah. To start a hotel. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool, cool. I, uh, I'm a writer in town. I, uh, write for, uh, I want to write for the silver pictures out in Hollywood, which <laughs> is in California, but I, I, you know, it's difficult. It's hard. So I don't know. So what do you currently write? Reviews mostly, uh, of what? Of different like products and stuff. For product the, for the newspaper i write reviews oh. yeah so um sometimes people think that's an interesting job <laughs> I, I i i i don't know sometimes people are like well that's cool because it's not every day that you meet you know a writer but um <laughs> I, I i guess you come from some place where that's a normal you must be well, from, uh, you know, a, a city or something somewhere. Uh, I'm actually a writer, too. So. <laughs> what, uh, what, do you, what do you write? I, um, I write about, uh, I expose un, un, um, drag, drag shows. What? what do you ha <laughs> ha have you heard of um, 
like people who who um like dr- people that dress up as like women yeah yeah exactly i i never had not for me but <laughs> i have friends uh poopal um yeah yeah there was a man in a town i believe it was down in uh must have been down in mesquite there was a, a guy named mm-hmm. named mm-hmm. poop hall and he would make there would be men dressed as women and they would compete almost and then they would win a big pot of money i for one you know what do you do you like you don't like them well i guess that's i i was sort of trying to figure out religiously where you where you stood on that just i saw you're drinking beer so i figure you're you're yeah i see you're drinking beer though too yeah well if i'm being yeah it's it's got a rose uh, twist mm -hmm. (laughs) oh a rose a rose twist yeah i i've heard of a of a rose what's your feelings on like um broadway uh what's that oh okay um I guess I'll just get back to my 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 writing then. Or no no, what I meant is um I uh I'm not against it. Like like I I could see that being beneficial and good, you know? And and I don't judge is really the main thing about me. Okay. Well, tell me about your wife. <clears throat> so so that's the thing. I I um I uh I'm not I don't I'm not married. You're not married. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not married either. Uh, do you have a girlfriend or is there a missus? I don't. I don't know if I. I see mean, I, I don't want to say. I don't. Don't. Don't take this the wrong way. Okay. No. Okay. No homo. Okay. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, but you're seeing like an attractive man, so I'm just surprised there's Thank no you. missus. Uh. At, at, your well-organized question mark home to be honest i dated somebody i met at um one of the the shows i broke up um oh so she was like uh some sort of an outlaw she uh she was a man in the show Uh, okay and then i jump up and i call the police no i'm just kidding uh (laughs) Uh, you dated a a man. Is that what you're saying? No. Oh, I'm just saying because if you were, I th- that would be okay because I also, you know, have I I've also dated. You know, I wasn't sure because I thought there was a Cosmo in your beer when you went to the bathroom, and I I thought that there was one in yours too. I thought I could smell it. That's what I thought. And I was like, okay, well, then if that's true, maybe what else is true? But I don't want to make conclusions like that. That's not right. That's not good to do. No, but I saw your um, your tattoo of... Isn't it cute? It's so cute. Who is that? I love it. That is um, Mrs. Piggy. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. I don't know who that, that is because... Yeah. But I, well, it's a pig that... A glamorous pig. It's a glamorous pig. That sort of like. My name is Jim Henson. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> um, so nice to meet you. This is a really crazy thing to ask, because we could get in. You know. I'm also glad that we both have um, stopped faking those accents. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I. Um, if I had an accent, like it would be British, if you know what I mean. Like I just love like British accents, but oh, do uh, you love a British accent? You see, <gasps> I actually grew up briefly in Brighton, so. Oh my god! <laughs> Can I ask you something? So there's this saloon that we're building at the hotel. It's an underground saloon, and it's going to be a drag, mm. um, place. Do you want to check it out? tonight or something if you are like I don't, i'm sure you're busy or maybe another like just let me know and i'll or it's uh, stupid uh, and you can't tell anyone but i won't i won't tell um anyone okay. uh, should we head over now or okay yeah you're free yeah just give me one second and then i okay, like yeah. i um pull off a 
button on my shirt and it falls into a gown. <gasps> and then I pull a string and like a wig falls onto my head. And I'm like, yeah, let's hit it. <laughs> and then I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. You must be thinking I'm somebody else. I'm Precious Preaches. I live on the on the outskirts of town. <gasps> and I go, okay. And then um, his brother goes, okay. And then we both leave. And then you're like, that's a man. And he's like, oh, my brother's gay too. So... And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, that is so cute. Maybe they're uh, hanging out, you know? I mean, and so then that's when we launch into a um, montage of both of our yeah. dates, you know, going mm. super well. We're having the best time. We're it's laughing. amazing. There's food fights. There's there's jokes. Yeah. There's like play hitting, if you will. And then we... we the play hitting, we... of course, leads to like a weird <laughs> cuddle. We have to get okay. So we so then we get to the drag saloon, okay, and he's like, "Here, go on the stage. Let me put the spotlight on." Me? <laughs> I, I mean, if you think I'm a star, I do. And so I get in the spotlight. Okay, and then I'm like, "Make sure the mic works." Sh what? What? What should I say or do? Whatever you want. When I meet the wizard, <laughs> once I prove my worth. <laughs> and when I meet the wizard, what I've waited for since <laughs> birth. <laughs> well, with all his wizard wiz this is like a dumb song that I wrote. Um, I love it. By my looks, he won't be blinded. Do you think the wizard is dumb? Or like <gasps> munchkins. So small-minded. No. Should I, I? That's as much as I wrote. Oh, really? Yeah, it's about like this He'll magical. say to me, I see who you truly are. A girl on whom I can rely. And then he like reaches his hand out for you. <laughs> what a pair will we'll be. be. The wizard, the wizard and, and, and I. I. Yes, what a what pair, a pair will, will be. And then I lean in. It's a very slow lean in. Slow, slow, slow. <laughs> and then we kiss. Oh my God. And then we, when we pull back, I say, and one day he'll say to me, <laughs> Girl who is so, so superior. How can a girl who's so good inside? And then mm. we um, switch and it's you and the brother. Yeah. And you're smoking behind the saloon. Okay, I love that. And he says, uh, it's not every day you meet a girl who, who smokes. I find that very attractive. Thank you. I have a very high anxiety. So I do like to take a drag or two just to calm my nerves. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. Oh. I, I don't really have uh, anxiety, but I'm nervous right mm. now. Oh. I'm real nervous right now. Why are you nervous? Am I making you nervous? I've just been thinking about doing something. Think about doing what? <laughs> doing this. And then he leans in to try to kiss you, and you try to pull away for a minute. Yeah. But then he... um overpowers yeah overpowers yeah. you which is okay back then and yeah. um you guys it looks like a struggle and then he's like sorry did you not want it and i'm like oh i just thought i was gonna burn you with my cigarette no go ahead lean on in lean on in yeah <laughs> and then yeah okay so like it's great whatever you and i wake up in our shared apartment and i'm like yeah. it was so amazing blah 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 <sighs> and yeah. then we get a um letter oh dear and it says that the people were looking for, they finally have updated photos with their faces. And, oh, wow. And oh, we no. get them, and it's Stu and Drew. No, Chris. And we're like, ugh. Um, How could a girl who's so good inside? <laughs> um, and we're like, fuck. What? Fuck, fuck, fuck. We haven't been laid in 15 years. What's their crime even? What is their crime? And I say, you know what? Fuck this. We're going over there right now. 
and yeah, fuck arresting it. these two goddamn liars. What is yeah. their crime? They were stealing. They were thieves. Oh my god, they are thieves. Okay, bank <laughs> you robbers. Who- bank. They were bank robbers. So you and I go over there, and I drop the accent completely, and I'm like, "Put your hands up." You lie, motherfucker. Yeah, you say knock, knock, but you say it as you open the door. Not, Absolutely. You don't knock. You say knock, knock. Oh. Oh. If it isn't two goddamn liars. Identical liars. Stand your ass up. And I'm standing behind you with my arms folded. Like, I'm like. <sighs> yeah. Huh. I'm just giving looks. Yeah, you're just really giving, serving looks. And I say, put your goddamn hands behind you. And. And you're about to be in cuffs because you're lying sacks of shit and also you stole. And by the way, you didn't just steal money. You You stole stole our hearts. Yeah. And I say, sorry, I I was going to let you do it, but I, uh, how dare you? I know. You're the first man I've let inside me since last Friday and you're going to hurt me like that. You're going to, you're going to do that. And they're like, what are you talking about? And we're like, we are the law, you dumbass. We yeah. were hired to do a job and we came down here and, and I say, bu- no one mourns the wicked. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, that's beautiful. That would work Thank well you. with this song I was workshopping. Oh, wow. We should talk about that after. And then I say, all right, you guys are worth uh, a thousand ahead, dead or alive. So your decision. And they say, what? let us explain. And we mm-hmm. say, no, and you, you know, it goes back and forth, back and forth. And then finally, yeah. they explained that they robbed a bank that um, it was a terrible, they were terrible people, the bank owners. And oh. they actually own an orphanage and they take care of the um, orphans and they robbed a bank to keep the lights on and feed them. Oh, Jesus. And I say, likely story. You're going to use that against her orphan ass so that. Um, How dare you? And he's like, I, that was all true. Everything was true about me except for that. And then they say, wait a second. You also lied to us. Yeah, hold the phone. And I say, yeah, but we lied for good. It's, yeah, it's different, you know. It's different when it's for good. And for good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I say, we just want it to be popular. Okay. Yes. Popular. And I'm like, okay, we need to totally chat about this after. <laughs> yeah. And, and I say, okay, yeah. And then we hear from outside, it's it's the town. It's a mob. Yeah. They have <gasps> found out about all four of us. God. And they don't like the law and they don't like criminals. And they what? They don't like the criminals either. Uh, yeah, they don't like any of it, really. They just like... want to be left alone. And so... I say, well, we have guns, we're fine. And then they're like, please don't let us, let them kill us, you know? Right. Um, And then I believe, and he oh he God. starts singing, okay, in this beautiful, okay. this beautiful um song. Oh. This beautiful song to me, uh, you know, <laughs> and I say, don't, don't, don't do that to me. Don't do that right now. And he's like, sometimes the story has no end. Wow. Sometimes I think that we could just be friends. And I'm like, what is this song? Uh, it's to the tune of, I mean, Gypsy by Lady absolutely, Gaga. Absolutely, absolutely. Who was alive back then. And I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. And then we look at each other and we say, do we dare take a leap? Do we dare take a leap? And then as we say that, um, I open up the floorboard because there is a escape. There's an escape. And and Stu says, just think about, if you can't forgive us right now, just think about the orphans. And then, yeah, he goes, think about what we could do together. Oh, my God. Unlimited. <laughs> together we're... Unlimited. <laughs> And I also say at the same time, I say, little girls, little girls, everywhere I turn, (laughs) I can see them. And then I I look back at you and I say, (laughs) tomorrow, Uh, tomorrow. And he goes, I love ya. And then the other twin goes, tomorrow. And then we all join hands (gasps) and say, 
It's only, only a, a day. day. Oh. Oh. And we jump into the hole yeah. at that point. Absolutely. And we jump and we, into the hole. And as we jump into the hole, we get to the other side. And it says one year later. No. Yeah. It's the time. I mean, the time. Passes. It's a time jump. Yeah. The time. Um, do you want to take her home? Yeah. And it's one year later. And you see these cowboy boots mm. on the screen. And they're looking around. They see a saloon. And mm. then you see a hotel. Oh my god. Slash orphanage. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a lot like a cat cafe, but with children. Okay. <laughs> so you go in there and you can play games, hide and seek, etc. And the kids live there and they get to play. It's a really lovely place. And you see you you and Stu at the door. Um because you guys uh do the performing with the children all yeah. different songs and numbers and such uh you you guys are are workshopping a show oh my god um untitled currently the title is not good um uh evil people you're trying to find that uh really bad witch you're trying you can't yeah, it's you hard land on it but it's a great musical and then i and do spot at the end the very end i spot a paint a can of um green paint and i say do we dare <laughs> and then at the end me and Stu come out too and we are actually the um the chef, we do a lot of the food, you know, in the bar, which is only milkshakes and stuff, but it's a nice bar. And um, we all look at each other and we smile. And I say, together at last. Mm. Together forever. A little kid runs up and goes, we're tying a knot. <laughs> they never can sever. And it's a lovely tap dance number with us and a group of orphans. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the end. That is the end. And it's called, um, you know, um, it's called. It's it's called it's, a little a little um skinny detective. It's called a little. <laughs> A little, a little. Um, what's that Dolly Parton movie? Little Whorehouse in Texas. Oh, is that what it's called? Is it called a Whorehouse? I don't think that's right. I don't think it's a little house in Texas. A little orphanage in Texas. Um, I'm I'm gonna Google it because this is gonna drive me absolutely b a n a n a s. The best little oh. whorehouse in Texas. I'm not wrong. Okay. from 1982. Right. So it's not called that. It's called the best little. The best little or, music shed in Texas. Okay, music shed. I love that. Because it's a Western. It has an old name like that, you know? Because it's Western and it's fun. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that's great. How romantic, my God. I mean... To die. It's... I, I, I love it, okay? Okay, wait. Are you ready for our next and last segment? Yes. Uh, okay, guys, it's time for... Okay, okay, Jesse, are you ready for this? I am ready. Okay, so um, this one is called, this is from Cackling in Colorado. Ooh. And she says, peed myself on an airplane. <laughs> Jesse's story of sharing her poetry at summer camp literally had me laughing so hard that I, well, you read the title. <laughs> Thankful for the requirement to wear a mask on planes these days because it helped muffle my cackling just a little. I have spent the past month studying for a huge exam that is coming up next week. And your podcast has been a much needed study break and a highlight to my week every week. Thanks for Aww. all the laughs. Love you both. This is the type of person who travels when she has a test. And she says, I'll get the test. I'll, I'm focused. I'll study on the plane. Oh, yeah. I'll get tested for COVID. Then I'm getting tested for the test because I know all the answers and I'm going to ace it. Um, this is the type of person. Yeah. Who helps you cheat in school? Yeah. <laughs> who 
She's like, listen, I've already done the study and I know the study guide left and right. I'm going to write down numbers on my hand. Meet me in the bathroom. Bring a piece of toilet paper. I'm going to press my hand under. I say, I won't have toilet paper. You put the toilet paper in my hand. The ink is going to smear. Keep that close to you. If you have a skirt, put it under that and then just pull it out to see the key. Okay. <laughs> and Listen, it's, it's detailed. Yeah. But you get there, you know, you get you the get test, there. you get to the location on the plane and you pass the test. Absolutely. And, you know, you say cackle. I say absolutely endearing giggle. That's what I say. Uh, I love the cackle. I think it's a beautiful thing. It almost sounds like a woman. Um, yeah. M- meekly smelling a flower and then finding it adorable. <laughs> it- that's you exactly know. what it sounds like. Yeah, it's guys, lovely. So, guys, listen, if you're cackling on the plane, uh, write us a review, okay? We need those reviews. We need them coming in hot. If you think that we aren't having trouble feeling good about ourselves in January, you're crazy. So, you're get on insane. there. You're insane. Get on there and say nice things about us because, first of all, we'll read it, okay? And second of all, we need it. We'll okay? read it and we need it, okay? That's right. And then while you're there, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash middle children. And of course, join Stuck in the Middle on Facebook. But until then, mm-hmm. live every day like you are the oldest. We love you. Bye. The Middle Children. Middle Children is produced by Cameron Rude. Our theme song is written and performed by Hannah Solo and Alex Mitchell. With photography by Sarah Nathan. And artwork by Abby Lloyd.